get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Welcome back, nerds, dweebs, queers, freaks of all kind. It is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. We are back at you once again with an exciting <laughs> music topic. We are uh, a member short today. We'll just, well, just look, I'm not going to, you know, try to, you know, <laughs> pretend Mr. Pittsburgh is uh, not here. He is uh, attending the hockey game with his daughter. Which is a good time. Yeah, if Mr. You, Pitts- if you like sports, Mr. Pittsburgh has actually spawned. So he he did that a couple times. <laughs> so there's, there's there's like other Mr. Pittsburghers running around out there, just, just little <laughs> Pittsburghers. Um. Anyways, it is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com. And uh, that's where you can find links to absolutely all the podcasts. I got people saying, I, I can't find your podcast. LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Also, if you have a Spotify or a uh, Apple Music or any of those types of streaming services, even YouTube, Amazon, we're on the uh, Amazon streaming, just say Ludini Rock and Roll Circus into your phone on that app and it will come up. There's no other Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. That's kind of magical. That's one thing that, you know, that was, that's, I always like get frustrated with bands that have names that are like have super common words oh, in them yeah. and they're so hard to find on the internet, you know, when you go, when you try, when you try to find them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some bands that have like, like really like neat names or like weird whatever pop up right away. But like if you call your band Postmortem, well, there's like a hundred things. There's a hundred things <laughs> that'll come up. There'll be news things. There'll be medical things. There'll be like, you know, you'll be on page 395 somewhere. Yeah. Whenever I look up leprosy, there's several leprosy bands. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> um, so yeah, so go to Ludini rock and roll circus.com down. No, I keep on saying download the free app. Not yet. We will get it. We'll get an app at some point, <laughs> but uh, go check it out. Find out all our podcasts there. Speaking of downloading the free app, RockRageRadio.com is where you go to download the free app for rock rage radio, which is a, a great internet, uh, music station that plays awesome music content 24 7 including the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus and Ooh. Lily's show Hot Licks with Lily 6 Thursday 6pm Eastern Time and we are I don't know if you noticed we're getting a lot more shows on Rock Rage Radio we've got a lot of new people joining us in the last couple of weeks so in the next month or so we'll be having some new shows to announce so yay that sounds fantastic also uh, don't forget everybody if you like to have custom uh paint job custom artwork done on your musical instrument please visit wolfscustoms.online or or look up wolf's customs on social media and you can see great examples of what chris and his team do uh wolf's customs check them out on social media uh, reach out to chris tell him ludini sent you so um we are here back once again <laughs> Uh, doing the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, we um, what how, what was what did you get into this week, Lily? Uh, so what I did Friday was I just went out with Sissy drinking. So no, ex- I mean it's exciting, but you know nothing out of the ordinary. But Saturday, I went to the Smiling Moose in Southside and saw some local shows. So I saw Neo Stem, uh, Royal Honey, 
damn it if I can remember the other bands. Primate couldn't play because they lost their guitar player, so that wasn't a thing. Um, oh, I thought the name of the band was Primate Couldn't Play. No. <laughs> no. That would be a Primate. better name than that Primate. Cool. <laughs> I'm sure Primate's a great band, but guys, think about changing it to like, add Primate... <laughs> What is it Prime Primate couldn't play. Yeah, could play. Yeah, the Molecule Party and 13 Bends. Uh, they were at the Smiling Moose. It was a super fun show. It was pretty packed. Could barely walk through there. It had great food, but someone stole someone's guitar at that show, and I'm a little bit spicy about that. You don't touch other people's shit. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, so, I want to talk about that because I saw the first thing when I uh, looked at, first thing I saw on Facebook today was this gentleman who, um, he's on my friends list, and I'm sorry, I. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually interacted with him, but, um, you, you know, when you show, hey, when, if you see a post that says, if you see this guitar, like, it was take, it was stolen, um, I, that gets my attention right away. Oh, um, yeah. Well, you know, it's an Epiphone Les Paul. Um, I, it, from the photo, it looks white. I, don't it, I think it is white. Okay. Yeah. So it's a really cool. It looks like a, uh, you know, just like a, it's you pretty. know. Yeah. You know, like a Gibson uh, custom Les Paul, but it was a, it's, a, it's an Epiphone. And um, so you might say, well, you know, if it was a Gibson, that's about a $4,600 guitar. But an Epiphone's like, you know, that guitar is probably seven or $800. But that guy, that seven or $800 might be like 10000 to that guy right. that owns that guitar. I mean, Number he's one. a local band, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like, you know, he's not going out. He doesn't have a guitar collection of, you know, vintage guitars. You know, he's a, you know, these are those type of instruments. Like, they're cool. They're great. But they're like workhorse. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they're the Sears and Roebuck of, um, of music. So that meant a lot to him. And God only knows what kind of sentimental value it has. Maybe he played a lot of gigs with it. Maybe he wrote some cool songs on it. I mean, it's like... It's like icky. It's a really, per, it's a really personal thing to like, uh, for somebody to just help themselves to. Yeah. I mean, there's people that. Um, I was talking. Stu and I were talking about this last night. There's there's folks that will insinuate themselves. <laughs> it's your show, you know. They'll insist on trying to sit in or whatever. And oh. That's just like <laughs> you know that is one of the most. Um, it's gauche. <laughs> That's a good word. It's a word. It's I like gauche. that one. It's really gauche. Don't, just don't do that. So, <laughs> and so you don't want those people handling your guitar, you know, either. That's, you know, the the only time somebody else should be handling your instrument would be somebody <laughs> that you know, like, and trust who's like a buddy and, hey, let me, you know, hey, check it out. You know, what do you think? Or whatever. That's like, you know, but just to help yourself to somebody, especially at a gig. Yeah. It's just, you know. So if you do go online and see the guitar, there are photos of it. It's Sully Dunn's from the Molecule Party. And he also put a GoFundMe up there to try to replace it. But if you do see it, say something, let him know. I'll share, remind me, I'll Lou. share the Go uh, the GoFundMe uh, tomorrow as yes, well. So. Hopefully he finds that because they are a great band and uh, the show was amazing other than that little bit of a damper in the evening. Um, what I did Sunday was I went to World of Wheels uh, car show. At- World of Wheels, <laughs> Wheels, Wheels, Wheels! <laughs> at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center in Pittsburgh. Uh, my sister's husband has a monster truck and a race car that he had in the show. So Attack we- of the monster truck, 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 truck! <laughs> so we decided to go and see everything. Mackenzie Phillips was there. <gasps> From oh American my God! Graffiti. She had sex with her dad. I know she did. That's why it's relevant to the show. But they had the two cars, music. They had the two cars <laughs> from Wait American Graffiti. Wait, I meant the music. Hold on, hold on. That was a giant like 
Sir, there's a giant figure eight there of logic. That's like total, like that was like a pretzel thing. Like, so she's on here. You're mentioning her because of music. Yes. But her dad was John Phillips, who was in the Mamas and the Papas. Yes. So is that what you're referring That's to? That's what I'm referring oh, to. Oh, okay. So Not that just, she slept with him. I thought... <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain doesn't no, really let I'm out saying, the words. <laughs> what I'm saying, let me say it. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm just saying. What I'm saying is I thought that Mackenzie Phillips... You now has a band or something. Oh no, doing no, something. no, no! Sorry, not to be confused. However, the two cars from American Graffiti were the the yellow the yellow hot rod and the black car that Harrison Ford drove, and um, awesome to see those. And the Fonz was there, looking good at seventy eight years old. You know, signing autographs. Hey! And apparently, D. Snyder was there on Saturday, so that's cool to anybody who got to see him. I've met him before; super sweet guy. So that is that was my weekend. He's just. Like, he is super sweet. He's delicious. You just want to sop him up with a basket. I don't, I don't know about that, but, you know, <laughs> it's cool to talk to him. <laughs> Did you ever have a, uh, a uh, suitor say, I could sop you up with a biscuit? No, if I did, that would never <laughs> be a thing ever again. I would totally block and ghost that person <laughs> for the rest of my you life. You know, <laughs> some of the things that, you know, figures of speech that people <laughs> say to each other are... Um, this we touched when I, I was an English major, and we had a class where we touched on this, and I just was like, I just felt like it didn't do, um, the topic service. <laughs> like it needed to really be its own course. Like they needed to have they could do a whole course on on this these little like things of these sort of metaphoric sayings that like you say, <laughs> and even though they make no sense, you know exactly what, what the they person's mean. talking yeah. about. You know, it, it's it's really um. And and some of them are historical and they have funny origins and stuff like that. But I'm sorry. No, so no. you went to World of Wheels. Yes. Well, that, that was the end of my story on that. Um, it was a lot of fun. Huge. A lot of great cars. There was a shagging wagon. It was this van. A shagging wagon. <laughs> it was this van. Oh, baby. That was all covered in fur inside. And they had pillows in the back with a little heart, little window. <laughs> it was super cute. The shagging van. <laughs> Shall we shag now or shag? I didn't know. I never heard that expression. Did they invent that inspre- expression shag for the move? No, that was an expression. No, it expression. was already. Yeah, that yeah. already existed. He was just resurrecting yes. it with yes. some 60s yes. um, a euphemism <laughs> for fucking. Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, I saw a shagging wagon, which we used to call one of my friend's cars in high school. But That'd be I don't think it ever got laid. That's a great band name, shagging wagon. <laughs> I got to put that on the list. Band, we were talking about this. Um, that's why you, when you said Primate Can't Play, I was thinking of, that would be a name of the band. Like, band names, like, are we running out of band names? I think we are. There's <laughs> just not. I mean, what else can you use? Except for maybe, you know, what did Nikki Six want to call Motley Crew Christmas or something? There's a band called Christmas. <laughs> See, so there it's done. It's done. There has to be. <laughs> um, can't even. There's no names left. Well, except for Lou, you have about 100,000 names on your list that you could use for band names. I just have 100,001 <laughs> They're all dirty, but they work. <laughs> Not shag. My phone is retarded. It wants to autocorrect to something else. Shag and wagon. <laughs> they're, but they're, you know, they had a lot of fun. They had a Clockwork Orange Corvette, which I loved. Mosquito. It's one of my favorite movies. That's Nito Mosquito. It is Nito. Um, <laughs> so, don't you think that like the running out of band names is one of those symptoms of like the de- decline of Western civilization? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
so like our we've, we're hitting like a wall with our language. Mm -hmm. You know, we're gonna have to call band bands like oh, just like just <laughs> gibberish yeah. at this point. How do you pronounce that? How do you pronounce it? <laughs> like one of your segments is what we did this week. We're gonna have to call the band what we did this week. Actually, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, we. I think that it's a. Um, I, I think that it's it's really interesting. Like the band I'm playing with a band called Felon. There has to be 500 bands called Felon. I would assume there has to be. It's no, there's, there's no way. There's no just one way. exactly for that. You know. Um, it yeah, it just becomes very bizarre. Yeah. You know. I can't wait for the next weird one. There are a lot of weird ones. We did a whole podcast on weird band names. Like there were some really psychotic ones on there. It's like, how are you a band? <laughs> oh, John Cougar concentration camp. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like who said? <laughs> you know, I remember, you know, hearing the Dead Kennedys for the first time and just thought that was the greatest fucking band name ever. <laughs> it's so like middle finger to society, you know, just fucking great. When I was a kid, I wanted to have a band, which I'm not musically talented at all. And I wanted to call it was going to be an all girl band called Dandelion Wine because I really love that book by Ray Bradbury. It's the only reason I wanted to call them that. And there's probably a band name by that. Band name called that now. Are you sure you didn't want to call it? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> no, but that movie's coming out, and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <clears throat> we watched after the podcast last week. We watched um, the, the trailer for that. So exciting! The trailer is fantastic, but I think guys, hear me on this. Listen to me. I think that like this is the movie that your woman and her girlfriends go see. Yeah, the guy probably should. But be. the trailer like gives you the gist and you can tell that it's a it's it's well produced it's got mm -hmm. good actors and everything like that <clears throat> but it just was like this is absolutely if there was ever a chick flick <laughs> this, this is it is a chick it's flick. gonna make men uncomfortable yeah it's it not, really you is. know it's just not you know <laughs> it's uh, it's about getting your period and you know getting boobs i would be bras. funny it would be you know i think that like there needs to be a movie about you know when when guys first start jerking off isn't that every movie like super bad out there though like super bad isn't about that. it might as well be <laughs> no it's not they talk about porno and all that <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. about first when you first start to figure and all the confusion you have well judy bloom didn't write a book about that you have to call you have to call your you know call up your mom and uh, your dad and say you know i'm getting a boner what do i do you know <laughs> i'm sure there's a movie like that somewhere <laughs> That boner you get when you get called up to the blackboard to like answer the problem. Oh, <laughs> boy. That's when that's when old Harold decides to salute the flag. Did that happen to you? <laughs> it happened to everybody. Oh, okay. Nobody know. didn't happen to. <laughs> you know, it happened to fucking everybody. It's just one of them things. You know, you'd go you'd go put your gym shorts on and all of a sudden, man, you're sitting there's all kind of people around and gym shorts. Mm. Which, you know, there's a lot of room for uh, uh, expansion. Back in your day, they were short, weren't they? Yeah. Remember those little <laughs> things that went right up yeah. around? Oh, wow. You know, you watch a movie, like an old movie every once in a while, and you see that, you're like, oh, shit. I've seen old clips of Larry Bird in teeny tiny little shorts when he had a mustache. I'm like, nope, don't like that. <laughs> it's so goofy. <laughs> but that's, you know, it's so funny because those are just like social things that like, that's like fashion. It's fad. Yeah. Whatever. You know, people were like, <clears throat> there was a time when that was complete. There was, a and I remember long shorts. You always made you think like, oh, he can't afford shorts. He just cuts off his jeans. <laughs> that's what it was like. It was like, that was like, that's what like poor people did. 
You know what I mean? Like if you if you you couldn't go to school with that on, you could go to that little mean whatever those were. Pants with little uh, those man, and then chicks wore would like I went to Christian school that was for verboten. But I do know that other schools, because <clears throat> we shared bus rides and mm. stuff like that, and these girls would get on and be like, Maharon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like in those things, like what in the world is happening here? I went to Catholic school and we had to wear the uniforms, you know, the skirts with the little jumper things. And we would roll our skirts up super short when we got to school and then get in trouble because they were too short. Short Catholic shorts. Catholic school girls. Uh, Ridiculous. They always <laughs> said, like, if you want to get laid, you want to go to a, find a Catholic girl. That's not wrong. <laughs> we're sheltered. We're a sheltered group of women. Yeah, I went to this uh, Christian school with uh, Mr. Pittsburgh and I did <clears throat> and found out like after I graduated, there were all kind of sex parties and stuff that and, like <laughs> nobody invited me. Nobody told you. They, about well, me. they thought that me and my sister were narcs. Oh, I see. They thought we were narcs. So they, they, they would like they were like, we liked you guys, but we thought you were narcs. You were so we didn't want to get in trouble. Oh, <laughs> so you missed out on all the fun at the school parties. <sighs> well, the after school parties. Whatever. Whatever, I know. So, <clears throat> anyway, so band names have, uh, we, we, we got to figure out what we got to do. Somehow we got to figure that out. We have to fix that, Lily. We need to make that our mission. You've already started with your list. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could just sell my list. Of there's there's websites, you know that? Where you put in like, that asks you, like, oh, wait a minute, I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull up one right now. Okay. Um, that help you name your band. Seriously? <laughs> this is a thing? Not now. Name, you, name, okay, band, hold it, it's band name generator, hold on, band name generator. That's hysterical. Oh, there's song generator, song lyrics generators, I mean, there's, okay, here we are, we'll just go to the first one. <laughs> Come on. Here I can't are. wait to see this. Oh, okay, so, here's here's how you play the game. Okay. <laughs> create a band, uh, create a name for your band in seconds, alright, so, you need, um, so, so you start with like I said. There's a button here to get. You can fill the form. There's a form, okay. And you can fill it with random ideas, or you can insert your own. So, two adjectives to describe it. Metal. Okay. So. Metal. Angry. Angry. Okay. Does that say shouty? That's funny. Okay. <laughs> the lead member's first name. Just put Lillian. I can't wait to see this. This is interesting. <clears throat> Lillian, a place that has special significance to your band. Shit, just Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> a singular noun. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> a plural noun. Uh, no, you can't say penises. No. Um. Pick something. <laughs> a plural noun. Cats. I was gonna say dogs. Okay. That's <laughs> actually so funny. We were uh, we're kind of same wavelength there. <laughs> a verb ending in ing. Loving. Loving. I can't wait. Though, a day, season. month, or season. Halloween. Is that a season? No, that's it is not now. Really a season. Okay. <clears throat> An animal. Animal plural. Um, oh, plural. Yeah, it's got to be plural. Elephants. A group of people. Oars. 
Well, I didn't even have to think. Whores. <laughs> There's some whores in this house. <laughs> a color. And they spelled color L-O-U-R. So this is, must be a British site. Let's go with puce. You, Spell it. I have no idea. Okay, just do red. <laughs> puce. <laughs> a number greater than one. 69. Dudes. <laughs> a part of the body. We already have penis. So you Ass. Be... Yes. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. Optional. Okay. Want to know when your app and no, we don't want it. Okay. That. So write some band names. So we're gonna click to write <laughs> some band names. Oh boy. Please wait. <laughs> I can't use the word. <laughs> yeah, it's not. What does it say? I can't. Oh. There's some problematic words. We think your input... Here's what it says. We think your input might be naughty. Example, words like whores. Please go back and change your choices. Mm, well, what... Okay. Geez. You know what? We're not, we're not going to spend too much time. We'll, 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 we'll do it later. We'll do it in another th- time, and we'll <laughs> just have to keep that in mind that we can't be too naughty. Well, Jesus Christ. We're it's, gonna, it's in a any case, name. In any case, that is the... Um, that's what you do. You have, you've only seen you click out and it gives you band names. Um, they, of course, gave you their own suggestions here. Um, but anyways, we're not going to mess with it. We Later, I'm going to play with that later. because I was really hoping for something. I was really excited. Whack the fuck out. <laughs> That's why I went silly with all the suggestions or all of my suggestions. I don't know why you... I don't understand why that site would have a prohibition on that because, like, you're generating it yourself. Right. It's not like something you're posting or or anything like that. You're just generating it and laughing at it, and that's like, the end of that. Horse is a real thing. What was the thing? What's, what was the um? Or was it Urban Dictionary we were yes, with one night? That's yeah. fun. That's fun. That's too. a lot of well, fun. Well, so we're trying to do the Urban Dictionary thing with the band name, uh, band generator. <clears throat> there, there's other band name generators too that may be less persnickety. About Maybe like we'll look them up later. We'll deal with it. And we'll, that. we'll get some band names. <laughs> so, um, let me ask you, Lily. Mm-hmm. First of all, what makes a great tour? What makes a great tour? What makes what makes you go like, wow, what a great tour. They did that really, really well or whatever. It would be, first of all, the opening band or if they do have co-headliners, they have to, they have to meld well like you can't have two like opposite kind of types of bands like you know we've we've talked in the past about how they have these two bands that are one's opening for the other and they just don't mesh at all like they have to go well together don't have too many openers for a tour because you get bored after like the second one you're off getting drunk and you miss the headliner let's be real or you're off you know going to the bathroom or talking to your friends or whatever um what if they're all like pretty big bands that's, some a, of these, that's a festival. Some, some of these things they tour around, and, and so the guys rotate because they're all about the relatively same amount of popularity. Yeah, well, like you mean like the stadium tour? I get that. Um, as long as you don't have more than like four, I think, like leave it at four, and then don't do any more than that because after like more than that, you're just so getting so bored. okay. So you want to go see a tour? Like, how would you rate? We both went to Slayer's last stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you rate that? That was perfect. I love the venue. Um, the amount of time there was awesome. The crowd was, I mean, sometimes a little too people for me, but the crowd was great. Everybody has having a good time. The metal scene is perfect for any kind of tours because those are the nicest people you meet on the planet. I thought that the collection of bands was really yeah. good. Same. Yes. I really and enjoyed I saw that. that. I saw that show twice. I saw that tour twice. Yeah, that, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, and uh, 
play your hits and mix it up with some like stuff that people might not know. Because I'm sick of hearing the same old shit all the time. So, yeah. Um, what was from twenty? I know you know twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. We're getting back just from this bullshit. Um, but in twenty twenty two, give me like a couple that you were like, wow, this was really good. This was a really good tour. I had a lot. Like we were just, I just mentioned, I had a lot of fun at the stadium tour. <clears throat> there were four bands. It was Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Poison, Def Leppard, and Motley Crue. Now Motley Crue doesn't sound good anymore. Def Leppard totally took the stage, but it was still fun. The atmosphere was fun. Everybody was having a good time. It was very 1980s, let's have a party and drink kind of like atmosphere, which I loved. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I didn't go to too many shows last year. Um, Obituary was great. It was uh, The only thing I didn't like was the venue was way too small for the band it is. They had it at that um, Spirit Pizza in Lawrenceville. Too small for a giant metal crowd like that. Everybody was like, and I know everybody runs into each other anyway, but there's got to be spaces for us ladies Spirit, who don't do that. Spirit pizza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the tour was great. Um, I don't even remember what else I went to now. Oh my gosh. Oh, Butcher Babies. I love going to see the Butcher Babies. Yeah, I want I, I love that band, and I'm not to get to see them. I got to go see them. It's fun. I think they're coming again this year. And they had, it was like, a tour of all female-fronted bands. So I cannot remember the other two names of the bands. I'm sure other people know if they want to chime in at some point and tell me later on. But it was all female-fronted bands in the heavy metal style. Like, there was guttural uh, vocals, and then there was also the melodic metal, uh, uh, vocals. So nice mesh there. And I got to meet the girls, so that was a lot of fun. The girls. I got to meet the girls. That was nice. And always is Jackal. I love seeing Jackal every year. I see Jackal every year. <laughs> And they always put on a party. It's like redneck metal rock weirdness. Yeah, the, Jack was one of his bands. It's like been able to attract like that, like kind of like just like yeah, like mountain folk, yeah. like them yeah. as and by and bikers. Yes, like they can literally attract they, they anyone. They have that sort of like <laughs> they have this niche where they are the kind of like like they're like a rock band that could play. Um, they might be able to get on a country thing. Oh yeah, you know no what doubt. I mean. So Southern rock. Country, rock, metal, they can probably open for anything. I've seen them at clubs, I've seen them at bigger venues, I've seen them at fairs. So, yeah. And uh, uh, they always do a nice meet and greet at the end for free, which I think is nice. Um, so you were talking, um, okay, the other thing I want you to talk about quickly is venues. Okay. Now, <clears throat> do you... I understand. I understand the vibe. I get this. Mm -hmm. The vibe in a you can go to a small show in a club mm -hmm. and be like, "Fuck, that was awesome." Yes. And you can go to a giant stadium show and be like, "Fuck, that was awesome." Yes. But they're a different kind of awesome. Yes. Right? They are different, definitely kind of. Awesome. It's a different kind of because one of the things with with the club when you go to see a band at a club, a lot of times it's much more intimate and you run into a lot of people you just know. Yeah. <clears throat> you which know is, what I which mean? is part of the fun, and that's part of that makes it that makes yeah. it super enjoyable. You almost don't want some of these bands to get bigger because that's kind of like <laughs> and, yeah, that and they don't. Feeling. Shh, I'm sorry, guys, we're, we shouldn't say it to you, but um, uh, so what do you, do you have a preference? It depends on the band to the club, so or venue. So something like Pantera that needs to be. At a bigger venue, they have a very big following. They need the they need the bigness. It's gonna blow up anyway, so they need to be at a bigger venue. If they were at a smaller venue, probably wouldn't be fun. And um, there was a super heavy metal show. Speaking of that, there was a super heavy metal show at Jurgles. Cannot remember the band right now, but it sucked. 
because the big crowd they had, everybody was breaking glasses everywhere. People were getting cut. People were hurting each other. They cannot be in a smaller venue. They need to also be in a bigger venue. I don't know what Jurgles was thinking, but they are high as a kite. I'm sorry, guys. I love you, but no. So it depends on the show. Jackal does well at a smaller venue like Jurgles. Um... Motley Crue can't be at a small venue anymore. They tried to do Stage E. That's too small for them. They need something bigger now. Well, that's good because yeah. they were Stadium Act. You're right. You know what I mean? And then, they, you know, we were, when we talked about Ronnie James Dio, um, you know, in the in the documentary, um, Dreams Never Die, he talks about how, like, you know, he went from playing 80,000 to 80,000 people to playing to 80. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of sad. You know, but then it he did the same thing. Yeah. It came back up and metal kind of like like fell off the wagon for a little bit. But then they kind of I think I think a lot of I think bands like Metallica and Guns N' Roses really led the charge for metal and like the by the by the end of the 90s you start getting these you get Oz fest yeah. you get these really big things because people still love the music. Mm-hmm. You know, and so Artists like Ronnie James Dio and, and and those type of bands were able Pantera were able to play super big things. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but like, yeah, so so I understand what you're saying. Like this, you're right. There's certain bands would be too big. Um, yeah. And those smaller bands, that's great that they're at smaller venues because you know you can. That's the time you can walk around and say hi to your yeah. friends and sing and dance and do all the things. But you can't do a bigger band in a smaller venue. It does not work. It proved it last year. It does not work. <laughs> Okay, now what about this? I want to see. I was thinking about this today, okay. and I wanted to run this. I wanted to kind of but let me pull on your coat about something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about when a band does the Stones have done this, Springsteen's done this, a couple bands of some bands have done this, where yeah they they're doing their big tour, mm-hmm. but then they sneak in they 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 don't call themselves their name, you know they mm. show up as the Fred Flintstones or whatever, and it's the Stones at like a club. They've, I mean, they've all like a lot of bands have have That's done stuff like so that. That's going to be so expensive, you know. So <laughs> they do. Well, they do. They know what they're doing. They're doing yeah. it as a kind of, um, I don't, you know, it's a kind of like it, it becomes like a special event. Yeah. Like the Stones did this a bunch of times, and they would not say who they were, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Dema- I don't. I'm sure they didn't demand a premium fee because they, the club owners just charged whatever mm-hmm. the. The, okay. You know what I mean? The thing was, well, the, I don't know if they would, st- well, I think sometimes they would say a band was playing, people would show up, and then the guy would get up and say, such and such band canceled, but so we have the Rolling Stones. Okay, and, like, that's they would fun. Do, they would do shit like I that. I like that idea. You know, and people get to see, you'd get to stand like right next to Mick Jagger. That's a nice like intimate treat. I kind of like that. I wish more bands would do that then if that's a whole thing. Uh, kind of like when we go see Alice Cooper's backup band for their, uh, you know, I think oh, that the pre-show. you'd That's have to, he, I, like, like if Alice did that, he would have to do, he would have to, he wouldn't be able to do theatrics and stuff. Oh, no, he'd absolutely just, They'd not. just have to play the music. But, but they could actually turn his into an acoustic set. That could be interesting, I think. Maybe. I'm not super into acoustic I stuff. I know, but, but I like to hear their, the acoustic versions of those rock songs. I think they're fun that way. <laughs> But yeah, um, that that's yeah. I like that. I wish I knew that would, more about and, that. And 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 you know, um, I know. I'm, I pardon me, Lily. I apologize when Kevin or Gary or Kevin or Keith isn't here. But I am <laughs> going to mention Rush for a that's minute. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, Rush is one of those bands that like okay. you know the, they benefit from the giant thing you know mm. with the three dimensional whatever. Oh yes, I've and been to all the shows. They have movies footage <laughs> they play. I mean, they got they play an up. They played. They, the South Park guys created like a thing that it, they do as an intro to uh, Tom Sawyer. Like it's fucking huge, you know. <laughs> it's like the Ringling Brothers. Um, but I one of the things I was because those guys are th- such three like amazing players. 
I would love to have seen them do something like this. Get rid of all that stuff and do like very limited club dates. That would be where cool. Where they just played the songs in a stripped down guitar, bass and drums kind of format. And, you know, you know, I think that like, because when I saw them, you know, we talk about a lot of uh, tours where I'm going to talk about this when we talk about the tours this year. Uh, you see a lot of tours where there's so much technology mm -hmm. and Rush is one of those bands like they did play everything as well. But and they were using sequencing stuff, but they were also using a little bit of tracks and stuff here and there. So, it, you know, there, you know, there's so much of that. That like it's kind of nice to just hear the music. Three guys or four guys, whatever, just playing guitars and singing and doing without doing the all the distractions. Yeah, with all that type of stuff, <laughs> we really need all that. Um, you know, we were when a couple times we scrolled through the, the charts on on here, and did some of this music it sounds like it sounds like it's played on a computer. Mm -hmm. So, but there's something to be said too for having that kind of thing. So I was thinking, like I saw the Black Crows at um, Starlight, but I think that that's a band that could do kind of what the Stones did. They could do they that. They could go and you know show up mm -hmm. randomly at little clubs, and I think it would they would sound fucking great. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, they are kind of the Stones, the Black Crows, they're kind of like. Giant bar bands, you know, yeah. if you think about it. But anyways, I digress. So <clears throat> well, let's get into some of the tours that you're looking forward to um, this year. And um, a lot of these that I'm going to mention, I'm going to, which is awesome. So the first one I'm going to talk about, um, the Party Gras Tour. That's Brett Michaels, Night Ranger, Jefferson Starship, Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray, and Steve Algieri. Now here's an example where they probably could have cut out Mark McGrath and Steve Algieri. Spell Gras. G-R-A-S. I have drawn a blind. <laughs> it's called Party Gras Tour. Yep. Oh. And the headliner is Brett Michaels. Um, now, everyone knows who Steve Algieri is, right? The formerly of Journey. Everybody said his voice is poo poo now, but it's great, actually. Poo poo! His voice is poopy! <laughs> um, so he's doing a series of amphitheaters this summer, Brett Michaels, alongside uh, the other guys I mentioned, with I guess there's going to be mystery guests for each venue. So they might not always have Steve Algieri or Mark McGrath. Um, uh, Michaels described the Party Girl Tour as the spectacular show of Kiss, the fun party of Jimmy Buffett, and some Pitbull high energy. Just good party, party rave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a little Brett Michaels thrown in there for a little pepper on top of everything. Pepper. The tour kicks off July 14th in Detroit, wraps up on August 6th in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they will be at Star Lake in Burgettstown, Pennsylvania for the Pittsburgh show um, on July 15th. And you can still get tickets on Groupon for 20 bucks for that show for lawn. Um... That's great. Wow, 20 bucks. Right now, there's still fun. 20 bucks. <laughs> um, I think that would be a super fun thing. I have no issue with Mark McGrath. I, I'd be interesting to see what he does. Yeah, by himself. That, but that's a pretty diverse group. Yeah. And generations of artists, mm -hmm. too. You know what I mean? you got a guy from Journey. Then you've got a guy from a few years later with... Uh, with Poison, mm -hmm. then you got uh, Mark McGrath, who's kind of a night more associated with the '90s. So, like, they're kind of hitting some different, and they're all party Bands. kind of things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so, um, I think that could be a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to that. One. That could be a lot of fun. <laughs> what do you got? So, the next one was just announced, I believe, two days ago. Pantera. It's called "For the Fans, For the Brothers, For the Legacy Tour." Um. I know a lot of people hate this. It's happening whether you like it or not. Ah! Um, one of the greatest bands in metal and certainly near the top of the list. They are they still sound fresh to me, uh, to a lot of people as well, as much so as they did 20 plus years ago. Uh, the brothers, of course, are no longer with us. Um, 
the survive two, two the two surviving members, Phil and Rex, are going to be in the band, and they've chosen Zach Wilde to be on guitar and Charlie Benante on drums. Now these two guys obviously have a great resume. They can do what they uh, need to do to to fill in the parts for the uh, deceased brothers. They have decades of experience, and these guys will not ruin it. Zach Wilde will make sure. No, it's going to be good. He he's he's a, he's a, he's he's like he, he's got his shit together. Yeah. Um, I think that I think it's going to be great. Is it coming? We get a Pittsburgh date. We do. Um, our Pittsburgh date is July twenty eighth, and it's going to be at Star Lake, okay. which I'm kind of surprised they didn't go bigger on that. But tickets are super expensive. Just went on sale today. Five hundred. <laughs> They're. They are doing the fluctuating pricing, so they've been between 120 and like 500 dollars. It's a market, it's like market pricing. So if the show has high demand, the price for the tickets goes up. Yes. I mean, there was a there's a giant thing, man. All um, online people raising hell because like there, who was it? Was it Taylor Swift? Yep. Their little girls were waiting, and these people spent like thousands, thousands yeah, literally thousands, thousands of because, dollars. Yeah, because and Bruce such, Springsteen. Yeah. Bruce Stringbean. Yes, ridiculousness. Um, and anyway, so, but, but speaking of Zach Wild, Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Exodus are touring. That's going to be such a good show for the metal crowd. <clears throat> that oh is a really good, I think that's an awesome lineup. I've, I, that sounds fucking great. Um, so, yeah, um, t- t- yeah, 24, they're doing 24 dates. I don't think they have a Pittsburgh date yet. Okay. From what I understand. Yeah, but I would love to see Black Label Society. Zach, oh, they're so great. That's like one of my favorite, um, like more modernish, post grunge, hard rock, heavy metal bands uh, for sure. And he wears a kilt, Zach Wild. <laughs> um, he doesn't like when you try to look under it either, because I did that. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah. No, they were. Um, I, I was. I loved him. You know, of course, his Aussie guitar, but No More Tears is one of my favorite albums um but immediately he started doing other projects and um every one of them i liked i was like because he he just i don't know whatever what he does just sort of like resonates but I, yeah i think that would be a great show anthrax black label and um exodus, exodus. That'd be good. i enjoy his uh, zach sabbath um show that he does too that's super fun i saw that at the rex rest in peace it's still there. It's just called something else. Yeah, I know, but they don't do very good shows right now. <laughs> um, anyway, so I have Foreigner, the historic fare- farewell tour. Uh, it's your last chance to rock along with the Jukebox Heroes. Foreigner will embark on their fare- farewell tour in the summer with Loverboy serving as their support. Um, they start July 6th in Georgia and continue to uh, September 3rd in New Jersey. Um, they are expecting to add more dates to this show. Um Foreigners and completely revitalized band with a whole what new kind energy. Of, what kind are they? Uh, what kind of uh, venues they playing? They're doing like Star Lake amphitheaters. I would tell everybody out there, don't go to this. Um, <laughs> I got. I just have a gripe with this. There's not one original member. That's true. Mick Jones comes out and play. Nobody knows who he is. He comes out and plays like halfway through for a little bit, and then that's it. And then <clears> now, down. come on, man. They're a tribute act. That's <laughs> not right. That's absolutely not fucking right they're a tribute act they are not there's not one person who's original they can't call it foreigner but they're gonna <laughs> it's a what it be, it's a franchise it's I like know. well kiss is gonna do this gene simmons already said that like as they you know phase out there will be another kiss 
And it will be that. It will. They will wear the makeup and they go out and play the hits. And I'm curious to see if people will actually go and see that though. Well, they probably will. They are going to go see Florida. (laughs) Actually, the Star Lake date in Burgettown is going to be July 29th. It's a Saturday. So there's. So basically, these are kind of like, almost like. Broadway musicals are on tour or something. It's yeah. not like it's very. I don't know, man. Like th- again, like I think this is part of the decay of um, of of music and of, of art of you know popular it music. Makes me mad when bands like Quiet Riot still tour because there's nobody in Quiet Riot anymore, and we're still sh- pushing them out there. And it's like, well, why are we here? Because <laughs> they're not Quiet Riot anymore. But that's okay. Yeah, the, the tambourine player. Oh. <laughs> Was there a tambourine player? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, there wasn't a tambourine player in choir. It'd be hilarious. The next one up is Queensryche, the Digital Noise Alliance Tour. Um, they spent a significant chunk of 2022 on tour with Judas Priest, um, offering a fans a taste of what's to come. They will headline... Um, wow, I can't even read. In 2023, they will headline a truck of uh, tours in support of their latest album, Digital Noise Alliance, but they're also bringing some friends along for the ride. Former Megadeth guitarist Marty Friedman um, and Cliff Burton's pre-Metallica band Trauma. The tour launches on March 3rd in Orlando, concludes April 30th, or excuse me, April 16th in St. Petersburg, Florida. And they will be at the Roxy and Theater in McKee's Rocks near the Pittsburgh area on Wednesday, April 6th. Which I might go see because I like Marty Friedman. What's the band... What's the third band called? Trauma. Okay, listen. Well, first of all, it's another generic name. Um, <laughs> and they're milking this, like, something to do with Cliff Burton, who is the first bass player for Metallica. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, you know, uh, it just seems like, you know, like we're really like, and I understand bands got to do whatever they got to do today to try to get, you know, something going. It's tough. It sucks. If tickets aren't bad, though, Marty Friedman's worth seeing. Well, totally what I'm saying is like, that's, I'm sure that, oh, fuck, are you kidding? Uh, <laughs> uh, Queens right Queens Reich's awesome. Marty Friedman's awesome. Mm. But what I'm saying is this third, these third guys, like, they're trying to find some, I don't know how, how to say it, but that's like a little bit of a, a little bit of a gimmick. Yeah, I get it. If Burton yeah. was in this band. <laughs> he was in this like, band. You know, it's like, you could say that about like, you know, there's all kind of bands that like, I'm sure that like. And I'm sure there was a band that Slash was in when he was a kid and they could go on tour. <laughs> Slash was in this band. And that would sell tickets. Yeah, maybe that would sell tickets. <laughs> um, you know, we were talking earlier about, um, you know, you know, hey, look, the, if the bands can kind of all sort of, you know, vibe together or have, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe a similar, <clears throat> sound. Uh, similar sound. Um, but there is an interesting tour. Uh, here it is right here. The, uh, Devil Driver, Cradle of Filth, Black Satellite, and ONI. That's what I'm going to go with because I've never heard of them. But um, Devil Driver. Whew. But Devil Driver is a groove metal band and Cradle of Filth does more like symphonic black metal. <clears throat> That's true. They're very different. They're very different. Okay. Um, so Black Satellite uh, is industrial metal. Yeah. And ONI sound ranges from bouncy gent to hooky metalcore. See, I don't know... I would like Cradle Filth and Devil Driver, but the other two I'd be like, eh. Listen to me. I'm listening. <laughs> Ludini got something to say. Oh, boy. <laughs> there, I, we're missing this in music. We're missing this. Devil Driver and Cradle Filth should be able to play back to back. 
we shouldn't be so like yeah 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 like you know it's just vision you know <laughs> even if you don't you just give them a chance like you know like oh, I guess. just give it <laughs> all we are saying is give cradle of filth a chance <laughs> um you know, give, give a little bit of chance. Like we were talking a couple of weeks ago that when we grew up listening to rock radio, you know, you would hear Led Zeppelin and then you would hear Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Right. And then you would hear Van Halen. Then you would hear Bruce Springsteen. And then you would hear ZZ Top. And then you hear like maybe Men at Work or The I Police. Know, and that's annoying. No, it wasn't. It was great. <laughs> there was so much music you got. To lo- and some of you, you picked and choose, like, ah, I'm not really crazy about this, but I like this. And there was a lot of, probably a lot of music you probably, w- if all you liked was Van Halen, and all you listened was stuff within that wheelhouse, then there's probably, there's a lot of music that maybe you would like that you just didn't give a chance. Right. You weren't, you weren't all You're missing an op- a lot. given an opportunity to hear it. And, you know, and if nothing else, at least you know who... Bruce Springsteen is and you so you understand that that's you know a important artist even though you personally mm-hmm. you know aren't into the music or whatever um, I think that this is something like I think this is a good thing I hope that it's a success and you know, I hope they don't get out and these you know these bands get booed or whatever no, you know? oh my gosh not the no not with no they would never get booed it's just people will sit there and bitch why are these two together that's what will happen but then people will love it and everybody's happy that's all that matters. Well, as long as everybody people loves love the bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. So as long as people are complaining, they're all right. Yeah, you I know, gotcha. you know, that's how it is. <laughs> we, you know, it, it's so funny because um, the, 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 you look at if you listen to people on social media. <laughs> I don't watch the news, but people on social media a lot of times are echoing stuff that's in the news. You know, you'd think it was the end of the world. <clears throat> there is. Um, that's absolutely not true. There's like been all kind of studies done and there's been books written about how like this is like the most prosperous time in history. People are actually getting richer. Fewer people are dying from terrible things. Um, more people have more opportunity to, you know, move up in social class than ever in history. Um, you know, where they were able to plant more farms and grow more like forests because we're able to farm more efficiently there's like so many like cool things and yet we have to find something to complain oh that's people always will tell you that like this is the worst thing and it's like not like um we're talking about all these tours do you ever remember anything like this from the 80s there was nothing like this in the 80s if there were like these kind of now we're gonna talk about a little bit like how like now this devil driver cradle filthy like if they come to pittsburgh are you thinking what State, do you think stage AE or more like that? No, it will definitely not be jerkles. It will be def- it will be stage AE. It would have to be stage AE with cradle filth. Yeah, okay, okay. for sure. <clears throat> okay, so a lot of these bands aren't playing like the big Googleplex, right? You know, right? Um, so a lot of these tours are small, but there seems to be it's really interesting. It seems to be like a real audience. I mean, they wouldn't, it's expensive to tour. I don't think that like this tour with these ones we're talking about, even these smaller ones like this one right here. I don't think they're going out unless they're like pretty sure they're gonna, you know, make make some. Oh money. yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, it's, like I said, people will all go. This is like the Pantera thing. People will complain about it, but everybody's gonna go to it. <laughs> I think with the difference between Foreigner and Pantera, because I probably sound like I'm contradicting myself. But I think that with fucking Zach Wilde in there, you have a lot of like, he carries a lot of fucking clout. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know. And he would never do anything to disrespect 
No, he would not. He ever. would not. He has tons of respect for Pantera yeah. and and uh, Daryl's uh, guitar playing. I mean, mm-hmm. absolutely. So yeah, he, they're in good hands with that. <clears throat> I I was said to people um, that I really felt that Zach Wild was the last guitar like rock rock guitar god. Mm-hmm. You know, he like this like, and I'm not talking about yes, there guys that came that have come since and they're, and they're really good. You know, and all that, but I'm not. I don't mean that. I'm talking about of that era when like rock stars were rock stars, you know, and there were guitar players who were, you know, no, they weren't the, they weren't known as the singer. They were known as the fucking guitar player, Eddie fucking Van Halen. There were guys like that. Like you knew, you everybody knew Jimmy Page and Robert Plant and Jimmy Page. Mm -hmm. You know, like everybody knew David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen. Like you, you that was like the guitar. You know, so I think you know, I think. Slash comes in, and then you know him and Zach Wild are kind of contemporaries of each other. But I Zach eventually, I believe, sort of when he jumps in with the um, solo career and the uh, Black Label Society and all the other stuff, I think he kind of gets ahead of him. But I think that that guy is the like that like iconic, larger than life, you mm-hmm. know, oh, yeah, guy, yeah. you know, badass with a guitar in your yes. face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes. and, you, and you're you're eating it up. <laughs> I don't think that you have that at that level now. At that right. level. Right. That no, sort of I, internationally, no, 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 no. worldwide, people of all different, you know, interests in music. A lot of people who like, people that are more casually interested in music and people that are deep, hardcore fans know who Zach Wilde is. Right, for sure. You know, it's not like he's just, uh, you know, something that only like music nerds know. Right. No, he's he's loved by just about every He's loved genre. By, lo- by one and all. Everybody loves Zach. Everybody loves Zach. Anyways, um so <clears throat> so some of these are are going to be smaller, but you got you got one or two more. I want to jump yeah. over to festivals here in a second. Oh, you're good. Uh Billy Idol is coming to town. Rock legend Billy Idol unveiled his dates for spring 2023. Um he's going to end his tour at the Cruel World Cruel World Festival in Pasadena, California. Um, he starts on March 30th. He's going to have Steve Stevens with him, of course. He, I saw him right before the COVID um, open for Brian Adams. Phenomenal. Still sounds great. Steve Stevens kills it. Love it. Can't stand that when people poo-poo on both of them. But um, like I said, he does have a Pittsburgh date. UPMC Event Center in Moon Township on May 1st. Tickets went are going on sale on Friday. For the Billy Idol tour, which I want to see, I don't. Where's know. it going to be again? It's at the UPMC Event Center in Moon. It's kind of a newer venue. I have not been there yet. I know nothing about it. Sounds like a fucking fire hall. It probably is. <laughs> but you know what? That means I can touch Billy Idol's chest. <laughs> so I don't care. <laughs> uh, give me one more before we move to festivals. So let's go ahead and just jump on the Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Alice Cooper tour this year. They just jumped off of their stadium tour, and now they're going to tour with Alice Cooper. Um, their stadium tour was huge, and now they're going to have uh, six dates in August. Uh, the tour will be Motley Crue's first. with John. This is going to be with John 5 now. Mick Mars is done. He quit. He's sickly and wants to sleep. Aww. So John 5 is now the new guitarist. I'm interested in to see how John 5 no, will Well, do John 5 is another heavy hitter. Right. Of course. I'm he's sure awesome. it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great. But I just feel bad for Mick. Right. I'm just, I don't mean that. I'm just like, I feel sad for him. Yeah. And it's also kind of like, I don't think Motley Crue has ever, have they ever gone out with replacement musicians? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. They had to have at least once whenever Tommy was in jail. Well, but I mean. But other like, than I'm, that, no. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, like, of course, <laughs> in jail. Yeah. Yeah. When they're in jail, they're in debt. It's a little different. Sorry. But you know that Tommy's coming back. It's not like yeah. Tommy quit and went to play no, with, yeah. you know. Unfortunately, McMars is done as of October in 2022, so John 5 will replace him. I'm interested to hear how it sounds. Probably going to be great, but it's going to be a little different, I would think. Um, there is not a Pittsburgh date scheduled. The closest one is Youngstown, Ohio, April 29th at the Cavelli Center. So good stuff. Okay. 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 <laughs> so let's jump on. Let's talk about some festivals. Oh, rainy. So I have the Welcome to Rockville Festival, which is in Daytona, Florida, um, May 18th through the 21st. I went there last year. Um, they have uh, every spring. They have powerful rock and metal lineup. It's always at the um, Speedway. We have to talk about this. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> um, it's part of the world's. Uh, Loudest month in Florida, more than fifty thousand. <laughs> World's loudest month. I know. I don't know Only why I said Florida. that. Florida, uh, Florida, in the past few years has kind of like impressed me. <laughs> more than fifty thousand fans showed up for a monster weekend of nonstop rock with forty-five bands on four stages. Celebrate the return of live music with the ultimate rock festival experience, featuring two nights of Metallica with two unique sets: Nine Inch Nails, Disturbed, Rob Zombie, Deftones, Skinner. Okay, so this is it. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Time out. This is. Did where... you just say fucking Leonard, fucking Skinner? I did say that. Okay, so wait a minute. It's just like you know. Nine Inch Nails Disturbed Rob Zombie Deftones Leonard Skinner Like <laughs> Which one of these Doesn't belong You want to talk about That's eclectic I think that like I would be okay I'm not that I'm not okay with But I think it would Make more sense If like There were more Okay there was Skinner And then there was Who else BTO, I don't know, not BTO, yeah, but, you know, that. somebody like, like some other <laughs> bands of that. That matches that. That match that kind of classic rock thing. Like, just, just like, I mean, they <laughs> really seem like, I feel I'm afraid that Skinner's going to get up on stage and, like, they're going to get their asses handed to him. Like, people are going to beat the shit out of it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I mean, these are heavy fucking hitters, I dude. guarantee you they have them on, like, the Thursday headlining gate where nobody's there. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, e like social distortion doesn't really belong either. However, they're punk, and so is the offspring. So, like, punkers are going to be like, you know, you can't stop, fuck with them. They, you know, right. They'll oh, punch well, you in the face. They, they, don't they will do more than punch you in the face. They'll cut you. <laughs> you know, um... So, what do you think about Cypress Hill being That's there? not something I listen to, so I don't know why that's even on there. It's kind of strange. But they had this kind of weirdness last year, too. I just pick and chose what I went to and saw. So, it is what it I'm is. Just, um, I'm just, I just think it's, I think it's just interesting. It's weird for me. That's cool. That's very, very cool. <laughs> that's very cool. Awful. Yeah, um... Metallica has a Pittsburgh date, September 29th. No, 2024. Yeah, it's going to be a hot minute. Well, it's going to be a while before we get there. Yeah. But Guns N' Roses is going to play in June. I saw that. GNR. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I have, I think I looked at the same thing you did. Aftershock Festival, October 5th through the 8th, Discovery Park, Sacramento, Cal Sacramento California, because I can't speak. Uh, it's the West Coast largest rock and metal festival um that just got bigger with four days of rock heavy metal that will be a highlight of your year i would never go to california to see a festival um each festival after shock brings a star-studded lineup to the northern uh, california's discovery park for an unforgettable festival experience the only band right now you're gonna hurt yourself <laughs> that is announced is pantera so i don't know who else is on this they're the that's they're so awesome they are the entire festival they might be the entire festival <laughs> They're keeping it very secret. They're going to like probably like every Friday, like announce a couple of more bands. But Pantera is the only one that we know who's going to be on the line. Ronnie so James Dio is a hologram. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm so glad that Wendy Dio vetoed that. Oh, yeah, because that's just weird. Uh, 
Yeah, cheesy. That's <laughs> totally Ronnie wouldn't want that. Mm-mm. He would be he, like, what the fuck? There'd be lightning that day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, 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 okay, so Pantera. Um, okay, great. Um, I have, I had a ticket to, um, the, the, um, Taylor, not Taylor Swift, Taylor Hawkins. Okay. Thing in, in California. <laughs> I did not, I did not go because I was just uncomfortable going to California. Oh, there it is. I just, I just did not <laughs> want to go to California. So what's, uh, what do you got next? So here's an interesting one. The Sonic Temple. May 25th through the 28th at the um, Historic Crew Stadium in Columbus, Ohio. It replaced Rock on the Range, which was America's largest, most acclaimed rock That festival. really sounds, when you say Rock on the Range, it really sounds like a hillbilly thing. It does, but it was it's never not. that way. I know. You know, <laughs> um, it sells out every year. Um, this year, they're going to have Tool, Godsmack, Avenged Sevenfold, Queens of the Stone Age, Kiss, Rob Zombie, Foo Fighters, and Deftones so far. So that's... Quite a okay, mix ba- Let's well. back up. Let's back up. Hold a second. Okay. Rockville. Rockville. Yes. And, and the other one was what? The one that's just pa- that's just Pantera. Aftershock. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, it's, a, it's a festival. Just Pantera. Just Pantera. A full four days of Pantera. <laughs> well, why not? And what's <laughs> the one you just mentioned? Um, Sonic Temple. <laughs> like the um, Stone Temple Pilots album. Yes. <laughs> or was that Alice? No, it's not Stone, Stone Temple. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I apologize. I'm going to choke. <laughs> I'm just choking. <laughs> no big deal. Lily's not choking. <laughs> Next one is Rocklahoma Festival, September 1st through the 3rd. It's Labor Day weekend in Pryor, Oklahoma. People keep trying to get me to go out to this one. I just don't feel like going to Oklahoma. Where the wind goes whipping through the plane. <laughs> it's it's Labor Day weekend every year. It's a um, no-brainer event. Apparently, metal fans will love this one. Three-day festival offers top-notch camping, a beautiful venue, and starts at a lineup that will please just about everyone. Once again, Pantera is the first and only band announced so far. <laughs> well, God damn it, Lily. I know. I can't make them tell me. <laughs> why Then why are you li- recommending these festivals? <laughs> because they are always fun. Oh, I got you. According to everyone. I've only been to Rockville. So. Okay. And those are the big ones. Um, Migration Fest is going to be in Pittsburgh. Really? We'll feature nearly 30 bands over the course of three days with almost the entire lineup curated by 20 Buck Spin and Gilead Media Label rosters with a small number of hand-picked special guests. So this sounds like something that's going to be at some bar in McKees Rocks. Where is that going to be? Be. It's gonna be. I know where it's gonna be. What's that place up on um, um, oh, Gooshkies? It's gonna be Gooshkies. There's not enough parking for that. <laughs> Couch Slut is playing. Who the hell? Is Witch that? Vomit. What is this Migration Fest? I'm looking this up. This is ridiculous. Tomb Mold. <laughs> Val and Emma Ruth Ran- Rundle. Spirit Adrift. <laughs> I don't know any of those bands. Ruin Lust. Oh my god. Some of the, it has this weird font that's hard to read. Halloween Walled City. I don't know. What <laughs> Three Imperial Triumphant. Oh. Oh, Imperial Triumphant and Immortal Bird. I apologize. False. I literally don't know any of these bands. 
This is. Oh wait, no, I changed my mind. I do know Skeleton. That's the only band I know. Buried at sea. Buildings. <laughs> We're buildings. <laughs> oh God, where is this? This is going to be in Pittsburgh. It's probably going to be at Starlight. It would have to be at Starlight, right? No, these bands are like they're small bands. They're tiny. But, you know. This is going to be this is going to be a Black Forge coffee. I bet that's what that's it's too be. small too to host all these bands though. I bet. It's going to be three days. I'm interested to figure it's, out what's going a, there's on. There's a link. It's not going to tell you anything. I just went there. They even have 2020 still up. Those. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually keep an eye on this because I'm curious to see where this is going because I need to know where this is going to be in Pittsburgh in October. Good luck because there's too many things in October in Pittsburgh to do. Um, This sounds interesting. This is in September. Furnace Fest and it's in Birmingham, Alabama. So it's probably in September. Well, I don't know. It might be starting to cool off. The South gets hot as fuck. Yeah, it does. Uh, At one time, Resurrection hosted on the haunted grounds of Sloss Furnace in Birmingham. 2021 is offering a massive lineup of over three days with uh, headlining artists like Under Oath, Taking Back Sunday, Kill Switch Engage. This is going to be an incredible weekend that should not be missed. Sounds interesting. I would do that. Not (laughs) in Alabama, but that's fine. (laughs) We were talking about clerks. I'm taking back Porch Monkey. <laughs> I love that movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> a Metal Threat Fest. That's going to be in Chicago. Berserker Music Fest. That's in Detroit. Well, <laughs> good luck. Try not to die. Make sure you wear a bulletproof vest. Oh, boy. Um, well, check it out. Um, this is going to be in September. Uh, annual Michigan Punk Metal Fest Berserker returns in September at the Crowfoot in Pontiac, Michigan. Past headliners of this festival include Philip H. and Anselmo and The Illegal. So apparently he has a side project. He's, he's been in other things. He was in, um, what was he in? You're asking me too many questions. No, he was in, um, <laughs> oh man, I, with the, he was hit with, with the guitar player from Caius. <clears throat> I can't, maybe it was Caius. Look it up, Miss Lily. I'm looking. Um, macabre, uh, negative approach, battle cross tombs, home record. That's good. I like that. King parrot, <laughs> child bite. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Child bite. That's obviously metal. <laughs> child bite. The armed, oozing wound. <laughs> couch slut is playing again. Okay, I gotta look up couch slut. Uh, I'm writing that down. Bloodiest. A deer, a horse, and a shock narc. <laughs> Wow, I can't even. <laughs> the band to this. is called A Deer, A Horse, and Shock Narcotic. Okay, he was in Pantera Down and Minor. Down, for- okay. down. <laughs> That's the band. I had, the, I have that CD somewhere. It was good. It was heavy as fuck. All right. <laughs> it was just there was some super sick riffs on that. Super sick. Super sick. I have to look up Couch Slut tonight. <laughs> and While I'm on my couch. Ozfest is happening. Um, dates alternate. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You're good. Ozfest is an annual festival tour in the United States, uh, sometimes uh, Europe, featuring performances by many heavy metal hard rock groups, founded by Ozzy Osbourne. So, um, but there's not, it says dates at various cities. There isn't a whole lot of info yet, so who knows what's going to happen. They'll announce that last minute. That's how they work with uh, that one. Ozzy is like, <laughs> he's up there. He's like, I don't know, man. Late, I mean, like, lately he's really, he's always been like kind of out of it. Yeah. You know, like, 
even when even when he's sober, he seems like he's perpetually wasted. <laughs> but um, I, I I I I don't want to see anything happen to him. You know, what I mean, he seems like a nice guy. I you know, and of course he's the fucking Oz man, but. You know, he is pretty. That's he's, why he's they don't have there. dates announced yet. They're they're working they're on working his health. To see if he, <laughs> is he going to make it? Is he going to make it to this next date? Now I could see Sharon putting him out as a hologram. Oh, she definitely would. He can make she money. She's dollar signs. That's her whole life, man. It's the biz for her. <laughs> what was the band that wanted to fight Sharon Osbourne on Howard Stern show? It was one of those bands that wear clown masks or something. Oh, was it Slipknot? No, clown no, masks. it was ICP. Oh god! Oh, no, no, yeah, they wanted yeah. to beat. They they wanted. It wasn't Slipknot. It was ICP. They wanted to beat up. <laughs> a lot of people don't to, like her. <laughs> challenging her to a physical fight, and um, that, that I had, I got, I got burnt out on. I can't. That isn't. Rarely, let me just say it. Rarely is was any of that fighting stuff entertaining to me. Oh yeah, I found it like occasionally, like that was funny, but like it, it, I got I I stopped listening to it because it was just like okay, you know, you can just I, watch Jerry Springer if you yeah, want. Yeah, like I was like you know I just I, I get what he was doing. A lot of people, I'm in a minority. I mean, he's stern, stern, but just personally didn't. Yeah, like, I didn't. It's you not know. your thing. Yeah, just hear people arguing. I mean, my God, well, like <laughs> this, like that's like not fun for it's me. Like oh. Good. Oh, so anyway, so there's a whole bunch. We put some links in the show notes for that type of shit. Um, it's a lot of good things happening. Yeah, a lot of good things, and a lot of stuff is in smaller places. However, not Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Kiss, or Iron Maiden. Of course not. Iron Maiden does not have a Pittsburgh date yet. Actually, they, they don't even have a U.S. date um, yet. Excuse me. This is July 15, 2023. Look, Iron click it. Because I just looked this up today. Where do you see an, a U.S. date? It was uh, on the previous page, on this page. Why would you click something? It says 15 concerts to July 15th. That's what that says. Oh. That doesn't mean they have a Pittsburgh okay. date. <laughs> um, well, okay. So Kiss, Iron Maiden, Rammstein is touring Def Leppard, System of a Down, Scorps. Hey, Michelle, get some Scorps on for lunch. They do have a show coming up in Ohio, Slip I Rot. Um, of course, you said Ozzy. Nickelback. 36 concerts to August 27th. I gotta tell you, I've told my Nickelback story many times, and now I feel about it. I was like, they sold me. Nope. They've yet to sell me. Skinnerd. Skinnerd's coming to Pittsburgh, yes. With ZZ Top. The Who? They, like, is that still a thing? Yeah, it is. I like Black Veil Brides. That's a cool band. Do you really? That's surprising. They're all right. They're not the greatest, but okay. I enjoy them. Um... Alice Pooper. Another band that has almost no members in it. Deep Purple. It's got the drummer and yeah. singer, I think. I've seen them once. Hailstorm. <laughs> Rob Zombie. So, anyway, so, okay, blah, blah. Oh, Tesla. Why I would, not? I would go see Tesla. They should show up in Teslas. He, they should get Tesla <laughs> to be the sponsor of the tour. I wouldn't be surprised if they That would be smart. <laughs> okay, so that's enough of that bullshit. Go see so go out and see some shit this year. You'll you'll have a good time. So, um, are you familiar with the song "Beat It" by Michael Jackson? Yes. Okay. Are you? Do you under? Do you know that? Um, 
Eddie Van Halen plays the guitar yes. solo. Okay. okay. So that was a big deal when that song came yeah. out. Okay. I remember like people were like, people came to school and they were like, you know, have you heard me beat up by Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Like Eddie playing. I was like, what? Eddie Van Halen playing with Michael Jackson? <laughs> What's going on? You know? I mean, I didn't learn that till like, it's like until the last 10 years, but yeah, I did know that eventually. So, um, when you get two really big artists like that, they you they don't for the most part, even today and back then, even back then, wouldn't literally get in the studio together. Right. You would send the uh, master tapes to the other artists to put their parts on, mm-hmm. and then they would send it back. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Quincy, well, Michael was like tickled. You know, he wanted, he loved Eddie Van Halen. He was like, "This is, of course, I got to play with Eddie fucking Van Halen." Right. And 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 Quincy Jones was like, you know, you know, they were. He was excited about it too, and they said, "This is a great idea." So, um, they put the whole track together. Okay. okay. Absolutely, like the whole thing. Forty-eight tracks. Now, there were no such thing as a forty-eight track machine at the time. This is the era of tape. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not um, recording on the computers yet. So they were recorded on tape. They only, but there were only. Here's the trick: there were only twenty-four track machines. You got forty-eight tracks by putting the two twenty-four track machines together. Okay. And how you did that was you sacrificed track twenty-four on each tape, and that had like a pulse on it that would sync the two machines up. Okay. So then your everything would play perfectly together, and it was no there was no problem. But you had to have that, or the whole thing it's would not be gonna a, work. be a clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they send it to Eddie, and nobody seems to want to take responsibility for what happened. Oh boy! <laughs> but this is so this is a miracle that this song ended up coming out. Um, somehow, the twenty fourth track got erased. <laughs> or Eddie recorded his guitar over, over it something. or something. Okay. And, you know, Eddie's like, he's not going to take responsibility. And the engineer kind of <laughs> got shit on for it or whatever. So they send it back to Quincy Jones. And he's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> they had already had the kind of a little bit of a disagreement with Eddie Van Halen because the place that they wanted him to play the solo, he didn't want to play the solo on. Okay. He wanted to play it on a different part of the track. Okay. So... Um, this thing is done now. And Quincy's like, what am I going to do <laughs> with this? He knew that he had to have two things. He could not redo Michael's vocals. He said that they would, uh, Michael Jackson, they were so meticulous with his vocals. Like they worked on him and worked on him. Yeah. He sang and re-sang until it was just like, you know, and he had an ama- he was an amazing singer and he could do that. He had the stan- stamina to do that. Mm-hmm. So they like honed them until they were like, just exactly right. Perfect. So he's like, and that is in pop music. The vocal, the lead vocal, is the most important thing. Um, so he's like, we're not redoing that, and I can't have Eddie play another guitar solo. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So we've got Eddie's voice, and we got Michael singing. You know. So uh, what are we going to do? I know. I'm going to call Jeff Bracaro from Toto. So he calls <laughs> Jeff, and he says, "Can you and Steve come and fix this?" <laughs> so. So 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 Jeff calls Steve and said we got to go help out Quincy Jones. So they get in the studio and they're like, "What are we going to do?" And they're like, so they started listening to what they had, and when you um, singers a lot of, usually like to have the headphones pretty hot mm-hmm. because they want to hear every little thing that their voice is doing, so okay. that you know. Um, 
and Michael was no different. And so there was bleed from the original track. So the song, you gotta understand, studio musicians were paid like big money, and this song was produced. All they needed was Eddie's track. That's it. <laughs> but now they got shit. Okay. All the so they're starting over. They've got to rebuild this song from. They, they got to do it backwards because oh, typically God. you put down the bass, you, yeah. do, you put down the drums, and you put down the bass, and you put down the you know the whole rhythm section. Then you start to add the little keyboard effects or whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. so. Um, but his headphones were bleeding into the microphone. If you turned it up really loud, you could hear the old track. Okay. So like, okay, that's that helps. And Michael, as he was singing, there was something in the room. I don't know if it was a trap case or a road case or something. And he was kind of tapping on his good time. He tapped perfect two and four. And that was very soft too. Mm-hmm. So what they did was Jeff says, okay, look, crank that up as high as you can. I'm going to go out in the room and I'm going to make my own click track. So Jeff stood there at a microphone with, with sticks, and he knit perfectly in time. And they huh. re, that's how they rebuilt the song. Wow. So then, then they have the click track now. So Jeff goes and puts his drums down. Steve Lukather actually played the guitar and the bass. Okay. So it's basically, it is basically Jeff and Steve as the rhythm section on, on that. <laughs> you know, they, of course, once they had the rhythm section together, then Quincy could go back and add the little special effects, but that is Michael's original voice and it's Eddie's um, uh, guitar. But the, the musicianship that these guys would have to have to be able to pull something and make it sound awesome. It sounds fucking great. Yeah. It doesn't sound like something that was like, oh, we fucked it up and tried to fix it. It sounds wow, perfect. Wow, what a cluster for one song. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's amazing. So the reason I know the story is because... Um, Rick Beato did another interview uh, uh, 10 days ago with Steve Lukather, um, and I put a link to it in the show notes. You have to watch it. Um, he, that's not the only crazy story he tells. He tells these great <laughs> stories about these other musicians and studio sessions that he was on and hilarious shit that happened. Um, and I think that like he's either on some kind of prescription drugs or he was... <laughs> Drunk or high or something. So it's, That's it's, always it, fun. It's wild. It, it's wild. Steve's wildly entertaining. Rick cannot. Rick asks him a question, and S- Steve's like, doesn't answer that question. He talks about something completely different. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> Like, like, I'm gonna ignore you. The reason this story came up about Beat It was like Rick asked him a question, and Steve went, "Did I ever tell you what happened with Beat It?" You know, like, and it was like not oh related at God. all. And Rick was like, "Go ahead, all right, sure, tell us. <laughs> we'll talk about what you want to talk about." Yeah, sure. <laughs> you, you're Steve Luke. You can do whatever you want. Um, but anyway, so if, if you not, you should get you. I put it in the show notes. It's really, it's really entertaining. And if you're, especially if you're a musician, even if you're not, it's it's uh, the stories he tells are really, uh, really fascinating. <laughs> um, let me take a peek here. Um, yeah. We're having you okay? Yeah, I'm good. You have anywhere to be tonight? Nope. Okay, all right. Sitting my butt in this chair. <laughs> what year did you graduate high school? 2000. That's going to be a lot of really crappy songs. <laughs> I won't know most of this stuff, but we'll let Lily kind of kind of do this. All okay, right. We'll, we'll go with the list we'll of year. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so we're going to top songs of 2000 for the week of January. We like here? Yeah, do that one. The 22nd. Okay. Oh my so, goodness. <laughs> so we're gonna go back. We're gonna go from the. We're gonna go from ten to one. Uh, okay. I know some of these songs. I know. All, yeah. A lot of them are crappy. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. I remember when some of these artists were really. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so go ahead. So number ten, "My Love Is Your Love" by Whitney Houston. Rest in peace. Uh, Blue, uh, 
Dubbity by Eiffel 65. I Want to Love You Forever by Jessica Simpson. Wow. Remember when Jessica Simpson was, was a thing? whole thing. She had a hot minute. Yep. <laughs> uh, hot Boys by Missy Elliott. Ooh, Hot Boys. <laughs> love them Hot Boys. I Need to Know by Mark Anthony. I remember this song, I Need to Know by my Mark Anthony. I thought oh I thought it had a cool groove. It's kind of like it's a kind of Cuban beat. It's, I thought it was kind of cool. Bring It All to Me by Black. B-L-A-Q-U-E. So just... I remember that band group very vaguely. Uh, Back at One by Brian McKnight. Don't know who that is. Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. This was huge. Oh, yeah. That, and I went to see that tour that year. That never, um, that was um, inescapable. Yeah. That was everywhere. <laughs> it was everywhere. Literally. Played at all the dances. Um, I Knew I Loved You by Savage Garden. Uh, I did love Savage Garden for a hot minute there. And What a Girl Wants by Christina Aguilera yeah, is the number one. That is, that was, oh my gosh, she was everywhere. She's still kind of everywhere, but way everywhere then she's from uh what pittsburgh area yeah 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 cranberry wexford something like that um um say my name by destiny's child was on the charts at number 16 i remember that song i remember the girls would not stop singing that in high school i'm like oh my god i'm gonna kill myself (laughs) learn to fly by the foo fighters i like that one was it 19 it was up from 20 meet virginia by train take a picture by filter i thought that was a cool song that was a good one um, I, I know a lot of these artists. Backstreet Boys are yeah some stuff I knew, of course. Steal my sunshine by Len. That was my college song. Counting, uh, hanging, <laughs> hanging around by the Counting Crows. Oh, wait, they haven't been on the charts in many, many years. Um, yeah. Someday uh, by Sugar Ray. Black Balloon by um, <laughs> the Goo Goo Dolls. The Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, I like Someday, but I, I, that's a band. I think there's some Sugar. I, I get into them. They're fun. I've seen, I've seen them once. They're pretty good. Mambo Can- number five. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> This had from from down from number eight this week down to sixty six because we're completely off the top forty. Kenny G's version of Old Lang Syne. <laughs> okay. We got to figure. We just came yeah. out of the holidays, you True. know. Yep. Uh, so I don't know any of those power plays. I'm just. We're just running the. These are these are country. A uh, Clint yeah. Black, uh, Lone Star, Alan Jackson, and Brad Paisley. That's interesting. So anyway, so yeah, so that's a little walk down memory lane for Lily V6. Yes. That was my prom <laughs> right there. <laughs> you you know, whether you were into, um, the, I, no, I don't want that, you ass fuck. <laughs> Go away. Yes, cookies are fine. I love cookies. Call me the cookie monster. Um, <laughs> music from that, from that area of your life. Mm-hmm. Whether you were into it or not was like, you knew it. Yeah, it's You know, like Kevin and I talk about, we, you know, there's so many like pop artists and stuff that we don't really listen to, but they come on, we know the words. Yep, you know, all of the words. That was all the play, you know. You know all I'm, of the words. Yeah. I mean, I know, I as much as I know um, Def Leppard and Van Halen and ACDC from that era, I also know Madonna mm-hmm. and Cyndi Lauper, um, Huey Lewis in the News. Like, I mean, like... You just can't get away from it, you know. And so it's something about that. It's a, it's a really cool time in your life, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad well, I... You know you remember the song. Yeah, and, I, and I'm glad I lived during the period of time when music was, like, such a big... Um, we didn't know we were living in the golden age of music, did we? <laughs> not till now. Uh, Eddie, this day in... Happy birthday... Or not happy birthday, excuse me. This day in music, this day in what the Beatles did. Uh, 1953, Eddie Fisher was at number one of the UK single charts with... 
Outside is Heaven. American singer and entertainer divorced his first wife, Debbie Reynolds, to marry his best friend's widow, Elizabeth Taylor. Yep. How about that? He married, he was banging Deb, Debbie Reynolds, and then he banged Elizabeth Taylor. So, like the girl next door and the Glamazon. <laughs> Why? He's the father of Carrie Fisher, who was in, uh, yep. of course, Star Wars. 1958, Elvis Presley was at number one on the UK singles chart with Jailhouse Rock. It became the first ever single to enter the chart at number one and was Presley's second UK number one. It went on to sell over four million copies in the United States. And I love that song. If you can't find a partner, <laughs> use a wooden chair. Yeah. What does that supposed to mean? Dirty. Yeah. The whole thing, I think, is about prison sex. Oh, yeah. No doubt. The Quarry <laughs> Men. This day in 1958, performed at the Cavern Club. The Quarry Men were the sort of... Uh, preface to the Beatles. They, the Beatles were in that. They were that band first. Um, go ahead. 1962, Brian Epstein signed a management deal with the Beatles. Epstein was to receive 25% of the band's gross earnings. The normal management deal was 10%. Oh, you just cashed in, didn't you? You know, Lily, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> I've heard the scoop. Otto Harbach. The guy that wrote Smoke Gets In Your Eyes passed away in the day in 1963. <clears throat> 1967, Pink Floyd spent the second of three days recording the Sid Barrett songs Arnold Lane and Candy and the Current... Wow, Candy and a Current Bun. At Sound Technique Studios, Chelsea, London, Candy and a Current Bun was first known as Let's Roll Another One and contained the line, I'm high. Gee, let's roll another <laughs> one. I wonder what that's about. I'm high, don't try to spoil my fun, but it was decided that Sid Barrett should rewrite it without the drug references. You go, Sid. John and Yoko, this day in 69, dude. Uh, New Jersey state uh, prosecutors issued a warning to U.S. Uh, record dealers that they would be charged with distributing pornography if they were caught selling the John Lennon Yoko Ono LP to virgins. The front cover of the album showed the pair frontally nude, while the back cover showed them from behind. The album still managed to reach 124 on the U.S but failed to chart at all in the UK where only 5,000 copies were ever pressed. Do you even see anything? There's so much hair. Like, stop. <laughs> um, in six, 1960, no, yeah. This was really pushing. I know. As they say, I hate this. Here's another expression, figures pushing the envelope. Oh, <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, no. push an envelope full of cash towards me. I don't have a problem with that. 1969, the Doors appeared at Madison Square Garden, New York City. They were paid over $50,000 for the gig, making them one of the highest paid acts this year. That is a lot of money. $50,000 and $69, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1970, Led Zeppelin appeared at Leeds University, Leeds, England. It was at this show when Led Zeppelin had a meeting with uh, fine arts lecturer Zacron to discuss their ideas for the album uh, sleeve and the band's next album of the next band of the band's next album Led Zeppelin 3 Zachron uh, born uh, Richard Drew had studied at Kingston College of Art with members of the Yardbirds uh, this was a thing you know I, I th <laughs> you, there's all these documentaries you re watch the documentary about Led Zeppelin the one about the Yardbirds the one about the Rolling Stones they all, they all have one thing in common if you couldn't cut it in school regular like you went to art school okay <laughs> you went to art college nice art college was like kind of like votech <laughs> okay this is where like it's if you me. were like like to smoke pot and listen to skiffle <laughs> you know take a nip of your dad's brandy you know th this is this is where you went so it's they all look, yeah that's what it is go ahead 
1970, James Shepard, the lead singer from the Heartbeats and Shep in the Limelights, was found murdered in his car on the Long Island Expressway. Wow. The U.S. singer had been beaten and robbed. The Limelights reached number two in the U.S. in 1961 with Daddy Some. Oh, I know that song. Bob Dylan, this day in 1976, started a five-week run at number one on the U.S. chart with his 17th studio album, Desire. The album features Hurricane, which protests the conviction mm-hmm. of former middleweight boxer Reuben Hurricane Carter for triple murder, arguing his um, innocence. You know, it was a different era when a Bob Dylan record could mm-hmm. be at number one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go ahead. 1977, the Buzzcocks appeared. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> appeared at the Roxy in London, England. <laughs> clowns supported by chelsea also appearing at the venue over the last week the damned the boys the adverts slaughter and the dogs and squeeze a lot of weird names there. slaughter and the dogs not slaughter don't be confused with slaughter no just not slaughter slaughter and the dogs and squeeze in 1980 on this day a billboard was erected i said erected <laughs> yes what's a good erected here we go. that's I a said good erected. one <laughs> Uh, on Sunset's trip, West Hollywood, California, to promote Pink Floyd's new album, The Wall. Wow. Fancy. Wow, what an iconic album. Uh, a blank wall was uh, pasted up each, and each day a brick was removed to slowly reveal the inside spread of the, um, the, uh, the title of the album. That's interesting. What a marketing campaign. Yeah, great, awesome. 1981, Adam and the Ants start, started a 10-week run at number one on the UK chart with their debut album, Kings of the Wild Frontier. Yay. Uh, 92 on this day Nirvana played their very first ever show in Australia at the Phoenician Club in Sydney also on the bill Tumbleweed and the Meanies what a name 1995 American songwriter and record producer David Cole died from spinal meningitis brought on by AIDS at age 32 he was a member of CC Music Factory Factory. who had uh, everybody dance now (laughs) But they're talking about things that make you go, hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. And the 1991 U.S. number one single, Gotta That's Make it. You Sweat. Make Cole also produced the various hits uh, for other artists, including Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, and Aretha Franklin. Uh, on this day in 1998, Oasis went to number one on the U.K. singles charts with All Around the World. The longest running time for a U.K. number one with a total duration of nine Oof. minutes and 38 seconds. It was one of the first songs to be written by Noel Gallagher. Uh, with the band rehearsing it as early as 1992. So it took him uh, six years to uh, get it out. And then he punched his brother in the face. 1999, The Offspring went number one in the UK singles chart with Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Taken from their fifth studio album, Americana, the single was a number one hit in 10 other countries. I remember the song was so annoying. (laughs) Do you remember the song? I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. Well, the lady who sang that song, Lynn Anderson, on this day in 2005, was arrested for shoplifting after being caught stealing a Harry Potter DVD (laughs) from a New Mexico supermarket and punching a police officer during her arrest. The 57-year-old had the 1970, like I said, hit um, Rose Garden. She must wow. How how far you have fallen. I think we're going to... Uh, Winey Aimhouse, Amy Winehouse, was admitted to a rehab facility like every week. Um, <laughs> In 2008. <laughs> uh, 2016, David Bowie was at number one UK charts with his 25th and final studio album. Uh, I think it was re- released posthumously. 2016. The Almond Brothers uh, drummer Butch Trucks died of a self-inflicted gunshot on this day in 2017. Wow. He was that upset about Trump being elected, I guess. <laughs> 
Okay, that's pretty much that. Let's let's give some some birthday shout outs to our uh, rock and roll friends here. Uh, Zeke Carey from the Flamingos. Happy Zeke Zeke Carey from the Flamingos. Happy birthday, Ray Stevens. Um, the, the, everything is beautiful. Fuck that. The streak. That's the song we know him for. And, and the day the squirrel went berserk. I love those. Um, Neil Diamond. Wow. The, uh, you know, sweet Carolyn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Neil Diamond. Aaron Neville. Remember when he sang that song with Linda Ronstadt? It was a big hit in like what, 1989. Remember that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Chapman. Uh, Warren Zevon. Werewolves nice. of London. Ah, ooh. Uh, wrote a lot of uh, great songs, and um, his last album is called My. Uh, I think it's called My Dirty Life and Times. Nice. And um, it was released. He knew he was not going to live to see it released. And he does a great version. I'm going to get emotional. Of uh, Don't get emotional. Of Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Dylan. It's so powerful. Uh, John Belushi. Happy birthday this day, 1949. Woo-hoo. Matthew Wilder. Ain't nothing going to break in my stride. Ain't nothing going to... You know the song? Yes, Slow I do. Slow me down. down. Oh, no. I got to keep on moving. That's one of those like one hit wonder songs. It's like <laughs> it's like infectious. Jules Holland, who was uh, in Squeeze, but most famously known for his awesome uh, television show. Uh, later with Jules Holland, he'd like he's debuted. So, I've saw so many amazing acts on his show. Nice. So he's, in, in my opinion, like that was one of his greatest contributions to music. Uh, Keach Rainwater uh, from Lone Star. Happy birthday. Margaret Ulrich. Um, don't know her, but happy birthday to her. Mike <laughs> Kiske. Halloween. Hello with the band Halloween. Beth Hart, a great blues singer. I worked with Jeff Beck and Joe Bonamassa. Oh, nice. Uh, Christopher River Heese. Heese Heiss from uh, Huber Stank. I don't know how to say You know, that. that was the problem with Huber Stank. They had <laughs> Stank in their name. That's, that is a whole problem. You never put Stank. <laughs> in your name. So happy birthday to all y'all. That's because they thought there were no other band names out there. Yeah. Well, you, well okay, Lily, touche. That's why. Touche, touche, because that is what, that's smart, because if you Google Hoobastank, you'll find it. You're going to find that band. You're going to find anything else. It's going to be like 900 pages of that band. Oh, that you have to read through. <laughs> okay, so let's quickly review uh, rockrageradio.com is where you go to download the free app and you get to hear the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus on Sundays. And what show on Thursdays? Hot Licks with Lily Six, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, wow. Lily hosts her own show. I it's do, that. do you have anything like a cool interview or anything this week that you want to mm, plug? Or No, but I am going to be working on uh, a couple of interviews coming up. There's going to be three bands that are um, newly signed to uh, with. Barbara Papa George. I cannot remember the name of her company right now, which drives me crazy. But also, I'm interviewing some people from Rock and Pod, apparently, over the oh, phone. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> yeah, I told Chris um, two years ago that he he needs to get exposure on Rock and Pod. Yeah. Um, I mean, he gets exposure for Rock, Rock and, and Pod, Pod on Rock Rage Radio. Yeah, so, so I guess I'll be talking to them. Oh, that's cool. About that, so. Awesome. Me. Uh, don't forget to visit Wolf's Customs for custom artwork done on a musical instrument. LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. This is where you can find out all the stuff that we have going on, uh, including merchandise. 
got to get better at doing stuff with the merchandise. But there's merchandise there as well. A lot of fun stuff. Uh, access to our private uh, Inner Circle group on Facebook. Um, our entire YouTube archive back episodes with all kind of interviews and fun stuff. So check that out at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. And uh, I think that that about wraps it up for today, Lily. Any, any final thoughts, anything you want to add before we get out of here? Nope, I've got nothing this week. Just check out the shows, go to live shows, go to some tours, have fun, drink. <laughs> all right, guys, have a great week. We'll catch you all in the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. <laughs>